Hello, and welcome to episode four of Inner Space. How are you doing today, Rachel? I am wonderful. How are you doing today, Emily? I'm beyond wonderful. We're really, really wonderful. (laughs) (laughs) Happy-go-lucky. And what are we talking about this time? I would like to talk this time about honesty and integrity and how that affects your inner space and your interior space and how this feeling can reflect back and forth between the two. So honesty and integrity both in materials and in people, right? Exactly. Okay. Yes. And how we respond to to our surroundings and how we respond to ourselves um, and how we respond to others. Mm-hmm. So in interiors... Um, Honesty and integrity can be reflected in a few ways. The ones that are most predominant in my mind are materiality, um, construction, the way things are built, Mm -hmm. acknowledgement of the original design, the intent of the design, uh, regionalism, meaning your location and recognizing your location, and self-expression. Deep topics. Yes, yes. And I'm not usually super deep, so I will try to stay as shallow as humanly possible. No, No, do your best. (laughs) I'll do my best. (laughs) (laughs) So materiality, I think, is the first one that comes to my mind. And I don't know that it's necessarily the most important one, but it's always the one that I think of. And I think the reason it comes to my mind so easily is because I'm working so often with finishes and trends and finishes and... Um, the concept of honesty and design was really prevalent in what was known as the craftsman style or the mission style or prairie style. It has so many different names. Hmm, I never <laughs> knew that. So what time frame was that? Do you know? Oh, you're asking me to, to think about dates and I'm history, just aren't you? This was the same like time. Century? This was the in- Industrial Revolution. Okay. It was just um, nearing the end of the Industrial Revolution, and mm-hmm. it was actually a rejection of that industrialism and the mass production mm. that was happening in factories. Like, were houses that were Sears houses had anything? Yeah, to- well, no, I think it was more the, just the mass production, all the, the people working in factories and creating, like, molded plastic chairs. Mm-hmm. And um, But probably, I'm sure that there probably were spec houses beginning at this time, and... Um, yeah, horrible spec houses. Just an opinion. <laughs> I know. I, I'm not a fan either. I love you, builders. Just, just saying. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, but you know, actually, I'm, I will say though that on Vashon Island, for the most part, we don't do spec houses. Yeah, I don't. The builders I don't know here. If I've ever seen one here. No, the builders here do fabulous um, houses that are custom built for homeowners so yeah yay for island builders one of the yes and one of the many reasons why Vashon is so special and unique it's true it's true (laughs) um so the craftsman style you know it that was really important they were rebelling against this um mass production and this um lack of craftsmanship and and losing the integrity in each Mm. piece and um so it's a really tricky topic though because some Many designers can be on one side of the fence or the other side of the fence, and I kind of stand right in the middle because Mm -hmm. there are some really cool finishes and ideas, and they focus on fooling your mind, and and that's the intent of the design, and it's kind of exciting Mm -hmm. to play with that, and um, I think it's okay as long as we're doing it with awareness, Mm -hmm. and we're not doing it to try just trying to impersonate something else. So what were some of those kinds of finishes? Well... In 2000, 
2005 or 2006, I think I did a, a red kitchen mm-hmm. and it was a high gloss kitchen. The, the homeowner called me and she said desperately on the phone, could you do a high gloss red kitchen for me? And I said, yeah. Hmm. She said, oh, I've called everyone else and no one else will do it. And we found a red glossy laminate mm-hmm. that was um, had the patterning of babinga wood. Hmm. And it had a pearlescent finish. And this was the countertop material? This was the cabinets themselves. Wow. So, I mean, we're talking, it is. it was out there. It was really packed some punch. It reminds me of in the New York Times real estate when they say, not to everyone's taste. Right. This is, and that's, it's so funny because for a while this was the, the star um, of my portfolio. It was on the front of all of my advertising and marketing because it was my most exciting project. And I would get clients calling me and saying, I really, really love that red kitchen. I don't want anything like it. Right. <laughs> yeah. It's like, it's okay for someone else. Absolutely. <laughs> so I think that the reason that that worked, that, that the, the bubinga pattern worked is because I wasn't trying to make the kitchen look like it was made from real bubinga wood. Say that again. Bubinga. Bubinga. It's really fun to say. It is a fun (laughs) word. Bubinga, bubinga. (laughs) I've never heard of it before. So bubinga is, um, it's a really unique wood. It has a really unique pattern. It almost kind of looks like a leopard print. Oh, okay. It's it's really interesting to look at, but it was very subtle. I I promise you had I'm to really to... look at it up close to get that pearlescent finish. Did and it to have see a texture? Patterning. No, no. It was purely implied texture. I'm gonna have to go back to your website and look oh, yeah. at that. I can't, I'll show I'm having you. a hard time picturing it. It's fun. It it was a really fun kitchen, and I did zoom in. So just look for the red kitchen, and if you look, there, there are some zoomed in shots that show that finish. Okay. Up close, but. Um, so I think that that's, that's where it really becomes sacri- sacrilege, actually, mm. to to try and, you know, if I was creating that kitchen, trying to look like Babinga. Real Babinga. And use it, try, yeah, trying to look like real Babinga and using a laminate, mm. that's where my heart just gets broken. Mm-hmm. Because you expect to touch it and feel wood, and instead you feel cold plastic so it's sort of like as long as you're admitting that it's fake then it's okay that's how i feel because it's <laughs> honesty again it comes it comes back to honesty right at just least you're admitting being honest. what you're working with exactly um there's a really big trend right now with uh tile that is made to look like wood mm. and everyone loves it hmm. so i'm gonna you know everyone's gonna hate me for saying this but i want everyone to think about if you walk into a room and you see beautiful rustic wood floors and you step onto that wood floor and it's cold and it's hard and it doesn't feel like soft rustic wood floors. It feels like cold, hard, sterile tile. Hmm. You will feel lied to. You will feel betrayed. Right. At least I will. And your feet will. <laughs> and your feet will. Exactly. And it's beautiful. Sure. It's And it, it does a really great job of replicating the finish. Hmm. But... To me, it's it's being dishonest. Yeah, it's a little. You're right. This whole topic is a little tricky. It is. It's very tricky, and I think it's it's fine to you know play around with things, but um, like having a, a counter that looks like it's floating. Mm-hmm. I think that things like that is it's a lot of fun. That's playing with design, and it's not right. being dishonest. It's it's more playing with your mind. More bringing in fun. Right. 
Yeah. Can I stick in a little yoga thing here? Please at, do. At this point? Okay. Well, this whole topic is one of my favorites, this whole thing about integrity and honesty. Um, and I think I said in the last episode about one of the most important, if not, I think the most important aspect of yoga is searching for the true self. Mm-hmm. Um, it's really at the root of why we do yoga and meditation. Even though most people think of yoga just as a form of exercise, but it's actually, you know, getting to your true self. And that, of course, involves being really honest with yourself and having integrity. Um, so I just wanted to throw in a quote here from one of my favorite recent yoga books. It's by Colleen Sadman Yee. It's called Yoga for Life. And there are lots of great quotes in it. But this one I really love, and it applies so much to our whole um you and I, our love for the concept of everyone having a home. Mm -hmm. And she says, we've strayed from our homes and it's made us sick. Home, in quotes, that place where we connect to the love, freedom and contentment that we're all desperately seeking is buried deep within us. Often, it's the last place we look. So that's I would just like to make the point that it should be the first place we look. It should be. Absolutely. Before we open up the magazines, before we Mm -hmm. try to replicate what somebody else is doing yeah like being able to look around you every day and sort of ask yourself like what am i not seeing or what miracles am i missing that are right in front of me um i love that beautiful yeah i love that quote from einstein you've probably heard this one where he says there are two ways to live your life one is as if every nothing is a miracle and the other is as as if everything is a miracle yeah so i think just bringing in that whole piece of your own inner self, your own honesty, your own integrity, and opening up to the miracles around you and then pulling that into your home space is an incredible, it's an incredible thing. It is. It truly is. And I think that when you look at these um, honest interpretations in your design, in your space, in your home, it reflects back on how you feel about your space. Mm -hmm. So I guess one example would be um, a basic laundry room. Oftentimes I've put in per, you know, client's requests. And sometimes it just makes sense. It's logical to put in sheet vinyl Mm. because it's a laundry room. Right. It's the practical room in the house. Probably the most practical, right? Right. And yet at the same time, that sheet vinyl, there is, I have yet to see a sheet vinyl that celebrates the fact that it is vinyl, that it's something different. And Mm. I'm looking for that in design and I'm, it's killing me. Vinyl and laminate are always trying to impersonate something else. Almost Mm. always. Mm. Um, Laminate I've seen like the red babinga. They're imposters. Um, Yes, they are. They're imposters. So laminate uh, or laminate is a photograph of a material that's applied to a backing, a of backing, some kind. exactly. So it's usually a plastic. It's a photograph applied to plastic or hmm. um, plywood or something like that. Um, and sheet vinyl is sheet vinyl. It's plastic. Right. <laughs> but then, when so, you think about laundry rooms, even though they're practical, you also spend a lot of time in. You there. spend a lot of time in there, and you should feel good about the space that you're in. Yeah. And in my mind, yes, obviously, sometimes we're working on a tight budget, and we have to be realistic with what we're working with but a little secret is that sometimes tile can be just as inexpensive as some of that sheet vinyl Mm, mm. and it's just about finding the right finish and I think that we can be honest in every aspect I don't think that we need to resort to sheet vinyl Mm -hmm. and now all my clients that I gave sheet vinyl to are Clenching their fists and cursing. (laughs) They're going to come at me with a pitchfork. (laughs) Well, here's my tip for laundry time. When you're folding laundry, Mm -hmm. listen to a great podcast. 
Oh, that's a good idea. Yeah, because there's so many really cool podcasts out there. It's a really good way to sneak in your um, personal development time for the day. Another good tip for doing laundry that I find, <laughs> if you have little kids that like to try and fold the laundry with you, go ahead and have the laundry fight. Just throw the laundry at them. It's fun. <laughs> I remember my son used to love to watch TV and fold the laundry extremely oh precisely. Gosh. So cute. It was so like unlike the rest of his personality. <laughs> but he would fold things very precisely and then stack them up and then sort of lay down on top of them to flatten them. So and cute. Anyway, we're, we're digressing. Yeah, we digress. But, you know, kids are fun. <laughs> they, are, they are so much fun. <laughs> So another acknowledgement and uh, way to be honest in our spaces is to acknowledge the original design intent mm. and recognize what we're, and this works personally too. I think that this is recognizing who we are and um, not trying to be something that we're not. And mm -hmm. I think that that applies to our homes as well. My husband and I live in a farmhouse and um, I think that his i would it's really hard to say what our style is but i think that we tend to lean towards minimalism and modern design kind of <laughs> even though you're in a farmhouse even though we're in a farmhouse and i think that it's perfectly ex acceptable to have a modern farmhouse mm -hmm. what's not acceptable is to say i'm going to make this farmhouse into a modern house mm -hmm. yeah i can make it into a modern farmhouse as long as i'm acknowledging that it is a farmhouse. Right. It's and I'm going to embrace that. Blending things. Not exactly. It's it's kind of the, um, if you try to change it into something else, it's kind of like the analogy of putting lipstick on a pig. Mm. I mean, even if your home was not a pig initially, <laughs> <laughs> you put lipstick on it and you're just making it look horrible. Mm -hmm. um, and a lot of what you're saying keeps reminding me of how if we want our space to be a reflection of who we are, we need to come from that authentic place and um, this takes a lot of time and patience with ourselves and kindness to our, towards ourselves. I think, um, you know, as we've said before, we tend to rush through everything, but it takes time and patience. And I think it's really weird because I keep thinking about the prevailing culture pretty much my entire lifetime, like the last 50 or 60 years, has been focused on people not being genuine and authentic. You know, mm -hmm. it's like everybody's imitating somebody else or... It's only, I feel like it's only in about the last decade that people are recognizing the value of being real. And um, I guess it's no accident that yoga and meditation have Keep become, it real. Have become <laughs> so popular at the same time. Um, actually, just there was a study just done recently about, it's called the Yoga in America study. Um, the Yoga Alliance did it. And they said, just to give you a, some sense of how many people are practicing yoga, 36.7 million people, this is in the, this country, um, is the expected number of yoga practitioners in 2016. And that's up from 20.4 mm. in 2012. So it's a pretty significant increase. And I really think it all comes back to that people searching and yearning for that authenticity. Mm -hmm. And and that connection with themselves. Mm -hmm. I think that that's, <laughs> that was something I lectured my poor children on when they came in and interrupted my yoga today. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good. You're still sticking with your yoga? I am sticking with my yoga, although I made it about 20 minutes in before both boys came in and started right. climbing on me. Right. So, and I gave him a lecture about, I said, this is mommy's time to be mommy, <laughs> to just be mommy. The rest of the time, we're not sure who she is. <laughs> the, other, yeah, the rest of the time, I'm just taking care of you. <laughs> but it, absolutely recognizing our spaces, recognizing ourselves, what is around us and how to 
um, embrace that and really celebrate that more than even embracing it, but celebrating it. Mm -hmm. And do you think there's a difference between authenticity and integrity? Yeah, I do. I think, oh, but how to define that is the question. <laughs> well, I can tell you my take. I'd think, love to hear it. Yes. I think um, being authentic increases the likelihood of maintaining integrity. Ooh, yeah, okay. So if it's... you're authentic and real, you're probably more likely to be a person of integrity. That makes perfect sense. Perfect mm. sense. And integrity, I tend to think of, well, and I always tend to, I, and automatically resort to structural integrity because yes. of what I do. Your mind defaults to that. <laughs> but I think that that works in the same sense. Yeah. That we're talking about holding ourselves together and holding the world together and mm -hmm. yeah. being, being true to what we believe in. Yeah. If we are true to ourselves, then we know ourselves. And like you said, if we're knowing ourselves, we can be more true to ourselves. Mm -hmm. So that's, you know, we need to know our homes and be true to our homes as well. And um, it all works together. Try not to fight. Try not to fight our homes. I was talking to someone recently that had a kind of a cave room. Mm. They had very little natural lighting. And sometimes I said, I said, sometimes it's just okay to embrace that. And right. let's paint the walls black and let's make it a really cool cave room. And let's celebrate the artificial light because this is a place where we have to. Right. So let's enjoy it. Yeah. Like in, here in the Pacific Northwest, embracing the rain instead of fighting. it. Exactly. Gosh, going out and tromping through puddles is. Yeah. And just back to my son for a real quick second. Sure, he, you bet. When he was a kid. Then one of the things, I hope he remembers this, one of the things I used to say to him a lot was, what you resist persists. So stop resisting. Yeah. Yeah, so. yeah that makes sense. And, and that's, it's so true in homes. I, you know, it, it breaks my heart how many times I see homeowners um, have me over to their home and they have some, you know, I'm trying to think of, let's just say they have a Tudor-style home. And they bring me into their home and they say, I really love ranch style. It's <laughs> <laughs> just, no, you can't do that. <laughs> you can't make it into something it's not. No. You can take elements from both and mm -hmm. make them work together. Right. But, um, but that's tricky. It's tricky business. <laughs> so back to construction. So back to construction. Yeah. Construction, again, with um, when I think of honesty and construction, I... I tend to think of the two opposites, which would be the handcrafted, um, and I think of furnishings first off. I, I think of handcrafted furnishings that are created in a local wood shop, for example, mm. or a local upholsterer. And then on the opposite end, I think of Ikea. <laughs> mm. yeah. And it cracks me up sometimes. I, I actually um, find it very humorous that places like Ikea will have craftsman style. Mm. furnishings <laughs> that's not very honest no it's not honest <laughs> at all and it's uh if you look at um the craftsman design era and you look at the actual furnishings from that genre the actual furnishings not the ikea ones you can see that the wood is held together with the most beautiful joinery mm. and the craftsmanship the way that everything is done it's completely honest and it's exposed mm -hmm. they're not trying to hide anything about it and mm. i I mean, even just do a Google image search for craftsman furniture joints. Mm. It's lovely, the images that'll come up. Thus the name, right? Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. 
So I think that that's, that's where it comes to my mind in, in construction is how things are put together and acknowledging how they're put together and how they're held together and making that beautiful. Right, right. And let's talk a little bit about regionalism again. So regionalism, we, we talked a little bit before about color and acknowledging our region. And um, I think that's important in honesty as well. So like I was saying with dis- taking the, uh, the Tudor style home and making it look like a ranch style home. Um, it's simply just going to throw off your guests. People are going to come in and they're going to feel out of place. Or making Um, it look like a tiki hut, for example. Right, right. (laughs) Or whatever, anything (laughs) other than what it really is. Right. And, you know, and it's funny because this was an interesting conversation my husband and I had back when we used to live at a ranch style, a 1949 ranch style home. Mm -hmm. And when we first moved into the home, he had these great ideas and he he won't admit it today if i asked him about it now he's i never suggested this mm-hmm. but he had this great idea of having three form i don't know if you know of the the material three form it's kind of like a clear plastic mm. and, or it's it's actually resin i'm sorry okay. it's resin <laughs> okay i could just get smacked by the three form reps right now <laughs> but it's a it's a transparent or translucent resin material and sometimes you can put leaves inside between two layers and it's really um most frequently used in commercial spaces so you'll see it as dividers in office spaces or you'll see it in restaurants as countertops i was thinking like a coffee table or something i've seen yeah maybe that's lucite it might be it might be it just yeah um but but my husband wanted to put it in the walls and make recess niches in our walls mm. with lighting behind it. And I oh. said, so you want to make our home look like a commercial office building? Right. <laughs> and <laughs> and now that I remind him that he suggested that, he, no, I did not. Right. I would of never do not. that. But... <laughs> well, you know, I, could, I think I like what you said before about the, um, the way it makes our guests feel. That just mm-hmm. sort of brought something up to mind because it's, again, we're going back to the feelings, mm-hmm. but it also is beyond just our own immediate family or the people who live in the space. It's all, we need to think about how we want people who come to visit us feel too. Absolutely. So we don't want to throw them off. And no, make... we don't want to confuse people. And I honestly feel like that would confuse mm-hmm. myself. If, right. You know, I had my Tudor home done up like a tiki (laughs) and then I walked outside then where am I I thought I was in Hawaii it's not good to have a confused mind no no (laughs) so a great example of this I think of the painted ladies in San Francisco I love the painted ladies they're so fun and they're they're so unique they Mm -hmm. stand out and I think it's okay to stand out like this and be bold but it's done in a way that complements the landscape. It mm-hmm. complements the existing structures. The apartment building to the right, if you're looking at the Painted Ladies, the apartment building to the right does not complement mm. the surroundings. That one kills me. Mm. But um, another example of it done terribly wrong is um, where we used to live in West Seattle. We had, as everyone knows, in West Seattle, you see a lot of ranch-style homes and bungalows. And um, that's the neighborhood that we were in. We had a lot of ranch and bungalow homes. And there was this one home that was done up to look adobe style. And it was Mm. right next to the street. So, I mean, and it was really tall next to all these short ranch homes. Mm -hmm. It felt like it was about to fall on you as you walked past. Oh, God. We had a house in the Hamptons that we called the Scarface House. Oh, (laughs) no. It looked like a drug lord's house. Right. And then the typical Hampton style is these cedar shake 
kind of farmhousey, but right. huge, of course. Right. But just it just was like, who thought that that looked good here? It just looked horrible. And I think it's a matter of respecting your neighbors, too. Mm. You respect your neighborhood. You respect your neighbors. You respect your region and where mm-hmm. you are. Otherwise, I mean, why are you even there? Right, right. <laughs> exactly. Or it's so, horrible, too, when you see, like, a really tacky development and then there's, like, one beautiful old farmhouse that somehow yeah. managed to stay intact. It seems so lost and, like, a sad soul. Yeah, it is. <laughs> it is really sad. Out of integrity. So I think the last topic for me that is really important in honesty and integrity is probably also the most important one for you, Mm. which is Mm self-expression. And um, how would you recommend that people express themselves in regards to yoga? Hmm. Well, let's see. Self-expression in your home. (laughs) <laughs> she's putting me on the spot i am by putting time. her on the spot well i think that you know even just the way that you move when doing yoga right is, mm. is a little bit of self-expression i mean not everyone has to move exactly the same way right mm-hmm. right i mean am i making that up no you should it <laughs> I'm, should be I'm still fairly new <laughs> yeah it should be an organic thing i don't like you know like i like to encourage people to move what feels good right and what kind of opens up their body and not just think i have to do it in a specific way not trying to look like the magazine covers Or the yoga journal. Right. (laughs) Yeah, it's important to just make it your own. You know, I mean, it's, I usually tell students, it's, I'm here as a guide, I'm here to suggest, but your body is your great, your greatest teacher. And I think that that's, again, it's the same for your home, Mm -hmm. right? I mean, and, and the same with interior design. And I often tell clients the same thing. I'm a guide. I'm here to make sure that your vision gets carried through in your home. Mm-hmm. Um, and we're just using my expertise to make sure that it it works. Mm-hmm. So I think that a home should be a combination of the original architecture and the current homeowner's self-expression. Mm-hmm. And one of my favorite examples, and I actually asked her if she minded me suggesting her or mentioning her, and she says, no problem, go ahead. Um, she even said I could talk crap about her. I said I had nothing bad to say. <laughs> and who is <laughs> But this? my friend Donna. Oh, okay. And um, Donna is, she's an extremely talented fashion designer here on Vashon. She's a little bit eccentric, and I think she knows that. <laughs> mm-hmm. And she's eccentric in the most wonderful ways. Mm. Um, I want to meet Donna. You need to meet Donna. She's wonderful. <laughs> she's never here, though. She's always out traveling and gallivanting around the, the world. Uh-huh. Um. She is, she's full of heart. She loves animals. She takes people in off the street. I mean, mm-hmm. not everybody, so don't try going to her house. Right. <laughs> but, but she has. And um, she's whimsical. She's creative. She's bold. And her house, it emanates Donna. Mm-hmm. It's, um, you may have even seen her, seen her home in the Seattle Times. She was featured in the, in the Times. They did a, um, she... They did an article on her little jewel box, and that's what she calls it, her, her jewel box. It's painted Aww. Tiffany blue, oh, just I like a it. Tiffany jewel box. And it's this perfect, sweet little package, just like her, that's filled with whimsical, explosive creativity and luxury, just like her. And that's how I feel when I'm with her. I feel like I'm surrounded by this creative nature and the luxury of being with her and so it's a perfect reflection it's, of her. It then. is. It's the. It's, it's entirely her wrapped up in a home. Mm, you're so right. Without the soul and the true nature of the person or the people 
who live there being expressed. It's really just like four walls, right? Right. Yeah. yeah. And a house should be so much more than that. It should be a home, not just a house. Right. The idea of home is so important. So once people kind of access who they really are, then their beautiful home space can be just one of the many ways that their whole life starts to flourish, I think. Right. And I think that this, I think it can be a challenge too. I think it can be a challenge for people, especially couples and families, because there you've got, you know, you go from one personality to mm. two to four, and you've got to find ways to include all of those personalities in this one space. Yeah, and, that, that definitely adds to the challenge. I and mean, yet I think that's where the most beautiful designs happen. Mm-hmm. I think that that's where these eclectic styles came about, like styles like shabby chic. Mm. And I'll be honest that shabby chic is not my... Not your favorite. It's not, it's not my favorite. This was a bad example to use. I like but, it. It's not my favorite, though. It's a little too feminine for me. I, I tend to lean towards a more masculine design myself. Mm-hmm. But um, but that doesn't mean I couldn't do a shabby chic design. Right. Um, but yeah, the but more these design have... styles that combine different, different other genres, and they take a, a million different design styles and put it into one space. Mm-hmm. That happens because of the different personalities, right? And the more people that are involved, the kind of the more challenging it is, but also the more fun it is. Oh yeah, that's why you see the most amazing projects from giant architecture firms mm-hmm. because they have huge teams involved, right? And they're fantastic. Yeah. I've been on those teams before, and it's a lot of fun. It's it's a little bit frustrating at the same time because mm-hmm. you're just one voice of many. <laughs> mm. Well, I think we've covered this topic of honesty and integrity for now. Yeah. But thank you so much for your honesty, Rachel. Thank you. Thank you. And hopefully and I aren't you going to thank me for my thank integrity? Thank you for your well, – that's what I was saying. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, we'll see you next time, everybody. And thanks for joining us. Thank you for joining us. And please keep thinking about what kind of challenges or topics you're interested in and let us know. And be honest about it. Yes, please. (laughs) And have integrity about it. If you'd like to reach Rachel Waldron, go to waldrondesigns.com. And for Emily Herrick, E-M-I-L-Y-H-E-R-R-I-C-K yoga.com. And this is where we sign out. Remember, your inner space reflects your outer space. So make make it it your your oasis. I'm Emily Herrick. And I'm Rachel Waldron. Thanks Thanks for for traveling traveling with us to inner space. space.